Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And uh, we have our special guest today who's calling uh, in, or we're calling here, I guess, to the other side of the, of the country. Is we have a lovely young lady um, that uh, most men would not want to fish with. Her name is Carly Winkleman, and she's uh, you know professional model and expert outdoors woman, and that's why most men wouldn't want to fish with her because of the male ego. You don't want to get beat, right, Carly? Yeah, that's right. Okay, does that seriously? Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, actually, it's the same with playing buck hunter. Nobody ever wants to play me and got a little too good at it, fishing and hunting. (laughs) Well, we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that you do, primarily in the outdoors area, and try and see if we can get some other young ladies out there interested and involved and motivated to do some of the things that you do. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, and we had, uh, actually, you, you, you come from good stock. As you know, we had Babe uh, Winkleman on last week, who was your father. And when he was telling me about you, I go, "Man, we got to get her on." So we're gonna we're gonna find out some more about that. We'll have you on for a couple segments, and we'd like to kind of cover a number of different things. But I would like to say that make sure that you go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can listen to this show as many times as you want. It should be uh, up and available. I think Richard will probably have it up there within the next day or so. And just be right on the front page. So awesome! Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. You can tell your friends. So you're getting <laughs> now. You're getting to be a famous radio personality, also. Got it all going on. There you go. Okay. Alrighty. Um, well, and we uh, we've got a fishing trip to Alaska coming up. We'll talk about it a little bit later. And then we've got uh, some friends in the UK that I promised that we'd mention something to them about a little bit later. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio. Family tradition for 21 years, the Lake Kachuma Nature Center Trout Derby is April 16 and 17. Thousands of dollars in cash prizes with many other prizes and activities. With 10,000 trout planted, it will be like fishing in a barrel. Lake Kachuma Trout Derby, Saturday and Sunday, April 16 and 17. Google Neil Taylor Nature Center. That's Neil Taylor Nature Center at Lake Kachuma. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAHA. Founded in 1697, Loreto is a relaxing small Baja town with an international airport. Old world charm? It's a favorite for anglers. Loreto has some of the best beaches, clean warm water, and world-class fishing, moderate climate, and gracious hospitality. The luxury resort Villa del Palmar on the beach of the Sea of Cortez offers relaxation as well as big game fishing at an incredible value. Contact Villa del Palmar Loreto and join the Dorado Tournament at the end of June. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome back. Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a very special guest. Unfortunately, uh, this is only audio, so we don't get to uh, to meet uh, Carly in person. But uh, if you go to her website or look at her pictures, you'll be impressed. She doesn't exactly look like an outdoors woman. But Carly, would you mind just kind of give us a little bit of background about your outdoor experiences and maybe a little bit about uh, what you're doing now? Yeah, of course. So I grew up with my dad, obviously, being in the outdoors. I went on my first hunt when I was three months old. It was a turkey hunt, and I learned what calling was all about, what it's like to go out in the wilderness and find an animal and take it for food and utilize it for your entire family. And I grew up on a lake called Hartley Lake. It's a private little lake. It's really, really small. It, like The deepest it gets is like 50 feet. And we had a pontoon, and we had a paddle boat, and I'd take out all my dogs all the time when I was really little. And we drive the paddleboat out there and catch bluegills from sun up to sundown. So I've been fishing and hunting since I knew what they were. And I think it's made me who I am today, which I'm really, really proud of. And then um, the business side of things, I got working with my dad last summer. He hired me to do the social digital side of the website, and I've been enjoying that. It's given me a chance to get a lot closer to him and to see what... It consists of, like, the brand Babe Winkleman, what it's all about, rather than just the filming of the show. Now, you have some siblings, don't you? Yeah, I actually have four half-sisters, Kinsey, okay. Donnie, Jazzy, and Amy. So you got a girls' basketball team. Yeah, <laughs> got quite a few of us. Yeah, but, uh, and then I guess, uh, from what I understand, you're the youngest, and we won't give out your age because it's nobody's business, but uh, uh, let's put it this way. You're a lot more mature than what you're... Uh, a chronological age would account for. 
Yes, thank you. I like to think I am. <laughs> and, well, first of all, I, I, give us an idea about the different types of outdoor activities that 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 you enjoy and which ones you may excel in. Um, I mean, I like hunting and fishing, obviously. I think my favorite type of fishing is just largemouth bass fishing because you can go all around the entire lake, just cast it to the rocks of the dock, and mm-hmm. you almost always have some sort of fish. Usually it's a bass. And then the hunting side of things, I've always really liked elk hunting because you get to be in the mountains with the elk and with all of the animals and listen to those sounds that they make. Mm-hmm. And it's a chance to connect with nature and whoever you're with, too, which I usually end up I'm with my parents. So I like that. And other activities besides just hunting and fishing, my dad does a lot of golf, so I've been out there doing that. Oh. I used to play volleyball and walking, running, all sorts of things. But mm-hmm. I've never been camping, which is kind <laughs> of crazy. <laughs> what do you mean you've never been camping? If you're out elk hunting, you are camping, right? Well, we usually end up staying in lodges and stuff, which, I mean, is great and fun, but I've never stayed in a tent in my life, and I <laughs> hate it. I'm changing that this summer. That's my goal. Well, I don't know. It sounds like a good idea to me. That's, uh, but, no, that's that's the whole point, especially when you be able to do it with your family. Yeah, that's made a big difference. I mean, other families bond in other ways, and I'm really thankful that mine is through the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we'll we'll do is we'll... We're going to uh, um, talk a little bit about, well, let, let's talk a little bit about the hunting aspect of it because, you know, there's, it, it, you know, for centuries it, it's been a tradition, but it's, uh, you know, the, you know, the indigenous uh, people, hunting was extremely important because, you know, you don't go to your grocery store and, and buy ground beef. So it was, it was a matter of survival. And, you know, the great thing is, is that, you know, and I know we've talked to some people that actually raise buffalo and, and know, you know, when, when they do harvest it, I mean, nothing goes to waste. And, it, you know, it's a very, uh, to the, of course, the, the Indians is a very spiritual thing that the animal was, was created and, you know, um, and they're very considered uh, spiritual and the tact of taking them and consuming them. But uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the difference between um, taking uh, trophies and going hunting? Well, to me, hunting has always been a spiritual thing, sort of, too. I mean, I go out there, my favorite animal is a wolf, and that Mm. comes into play because everything around wolves is basically spiritual, like, oh, they're this sort of thing, whatever. And I think that they are, too, and I think hunting comes along with that, as in, like, I don't kill or catch or anything, anything that I don't plan on using unless catch and release for fishing. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, as far as hunting, I respect every animal. And people always say to me, like, oh, how can you hunt? How can you kill? Like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, I'm not killing. Like, the animals, to me, sacrifice their lives for mine. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I'm the one who takes it, but I'm also the one who uses it, and I use every part of them just the way the Indians did. I mean, mm-hmm. we have rugs, we have mounts, we have all sorts mm-hmm. of things, and then we have all the food that we eat, and it, like whatever food we don't end up taking, we always end up donating, which well, I think is really, really great, too. Well, I, I don't want to get political, but I know that a lot of people um, have a mistaken idea about the balance of nature, where you know they try and let's just say you've got a national park, which we know it happens, where uh, um, they decide that they want to, um, there's, 
there's too many uh, uh, wolves that are killing the deer. So they protect them, and then the deer population increases to the point where it can't survive, and it goes off into, out, out of the park and, and forages. But it really is, it's not, there is really no such thing as a balance of nature. It's a matter of survival of the fittest, and it's, it's worked for millions of years. Yeah, and I think nature itself balances itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it didn't need us a million or two million years ago to balance it. It was doing just fine on its own. And my dad always told me, like, we are hunters because people have put an imbalance in nature, and now we're out there to balance it back by taking the ones that are overpopulated. That's why there's Mm -hmm. five deer tags one year and one deer tag the next year, like, Mm -hmm. to make that balance. We're not just out there killing and leaving bodies in the woods and Mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, it's a very useful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the other thing is it's great that it's a family sport for you guys. Yeah, I mean, deer camp every year in November. It's me, all my sisters, all their kids, yeah. all the grandkids, my parents, my yeah. cousins. And we all go out, and it's it's probably one of the happiest times of, my, of mm-hmm. the year. I mean, driving up there in all camo, everybody's headed up north in all camo. We all know what we're going to do. Like, yeah. we're up there to get deer, and then we all get to drive back the Monday after, and we all have deer strapped to our trucks. <laughs> Come really on, you don't really, do really, you? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not over great. the hood, is it? Um, no, it's actually in the back of my truck. Okay, okay, yeah. But, of course, you don't just, uh, you know, take it down and throw it in the truck. Give us a, a quick idea for people that, that may not understand what it takes, you know, once you bring an animal down. What do you do then? It's not um, It's not easy. So, no, it's not. I mean, for example, last year I shot a doe in our swamp, and I shot her in double longer, so she ran away is not very far, but she died, and it took... I think four of us to pull her through the swamp and get her back. And then we had to bring her all the way to a gutting place that we have specifically. And then it took like 20, 30 minutes to gut her all out and get her all strung up and hung in our garage and everything. So well, it's a pretty yeah, big for, chore, but is it's I very remember your, remember your dad said you're pretty good at that. At gutting? At dressing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's. I always wanted to do it. I think it goes back to the spiritual thing, like, this is my animal, I'm the one who took it, and I should be responsible for it. I don't, even if I go to other camps, like, I don't let my guides dress my animals for me. I bring my own knives, and I do it myself. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a break in, in about another minute or so, um, but, you know, we want to talk a little bit more about fishing and um, see if we can encourage some other women to get involved in it. And also, I want you to think about maybe a, a recipe for whatever type of wild game that you that you prefer and, and some tips on what to do with it after you get it back home. Okay, sounds good. Okay. But, oh, you know what? I just better take a second now because we've got an email from the United Kingdom yesterday, I think, uh, from Russ, Tony, and Chris in the U.K., and they were telling us how much they enjoyed Fish Talk Radio. And so I, I guess we're everywhere, aren't we? But it would be interesting to find out, uh, you know, how how they listen to it. So we'll see if we can get back with them. But anyway, I'd just like to say thank you, Russ, uh, Tony, and Chris, for listening to Fish Talk Radio. If there's anything you want to hear, just let us know. So And make sure you go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to the show. It should be right on the front page uh, in the next day or so at uh, fishtalkradio.com. We'll be back with you momentarily. And we'll have Carly on the line with us. We'll be right back.
family tradition for 21 years, the Lake Kachuma Nature Center Trout Derby is April 16 and 17. Thousands of dollars in cash prizes with many other prizes and activities. With 10,000 trout planted, it would be like fishing in a barrel. Lake Kachuma Trout Derby, Saturday and Sunday, April 16 and 17. Google Neil Taylor Nature Center. That's Neil Taylor Nature Center at Lake Kachuma. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Carly on the line, who uh, comes from uh, a very famous um, outdoor personality that we had on last week. We had uh, Babe Winkleman, and he was talking about his daughter Kaylee, and I go, well, we got to get her on. Uh, Kaylee, before we left, there's uh, I wanted to know, when as far as game, um, is there any particular one that you like the best and you have a recipe on what you like to do with it? Yeah, actually, as funny as it sounds, my favorite would be blacktail deer from Alaska. Oh. And they're a little bit different than whitetail. I mean, they don't get as big. The meat is obviously a lot different because the food is a lot different. And I think that flavor is way, 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 way different than mm. a regular steak you buy at the store or just a Oh, yeah. Steak. Yeah. But... 
Um, I actually had the luck of going out there myself in seventh grade and shooting three black-tailed deer, and that's when I fell in love with it. And my favorite recipe is just a plain backstrap steak grilled up and eaten like that. Oh, the backstrap is the tenderloin. Yeah, that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, they made me actually, since it was my first blacktail, they all joked with me, and I didn't know it was a joke. I took them way too serious, and they had me, like, take the heart out. And they're like, take oh, a bite. Take oh, a bite. no. Oh, God, and oh, I did, no. and I fell for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, actually, I we, we talk about that, and there was uh, a story that, you know, I, I didn't listen to it, but I know that it was true. There was somebody that had called into a radio station talking about, uh, um, you know, meat, you know, and harvesting it and how, how terrible it is to, to kill an animal and eat it. And the comment was, he says, well, why don't they just go to the grocery store and buy it where they make it? Oh God, yeah, I've heard that one. That was, I believe, that was in a newspaper in like yeah. New York or something. Yeah. But I remember hearing that. Or the other one is yeah. like, why would they put the deer crossing sign in the middle of the highway? Put it somewhere where there's no traffic, so the deer don't get hit. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, but uh, let's talk about fishing for a minute, if you got a minute. I know yeah, that I, I know that the, the freshwater is is what you you probably do the most of, right? Yeah, I do. And you did mention bass. Of course, the great thing about bass is they're you know you can fish, you can catch those almost anywhere. Yeah, I've actually been to Iowa and we went bass fishing. I ended up catching like a white striped bass or mm-hmm. something, and I wow. didn't know those existed. But wow. And then uh, you know you know of course I do you know a lot more of the the blue water fishing, but. Uh, you know, overall, trout is probably the most popular, even though there's probably thousands and thousands of professional and semi-professional bass anglers. I don't know of any professional trout angler. Yeah, I don't know of one either, but we did film a show last June um, up in Nipigon for trout, and that was my first ever, so. Mm-hmm. And for the popular, oh, go ahead. Uh, do you ever do any fly fishing? I've not. I've mm-hmm. asked my dad a couple of times, actually begged him to teach me, and he doesn't do it either, so I haven't had the pleasure of learning that yet. Yeah. Well, you still got plenty of time. But uh, now, is there anything that you can comment? Uh, the fastest-growing segment of the outdoor and hunting and fishing community are females. And that's one of the reasons I want to bring you on, because you know we need to get them more involved instead of having... Uh, you know, having hubby or boyfriend go fishing and, you know, they get their nails done, <laughs> then, uh, you know, you can, it, it really is something you can enjoy together. But uh, why don't you give us uh, some tips on uh, some ladies about, you know, how to get involved and, you know, if, you know should they be intimidated or, you know, some, some tips on, on how, if you don't have a father like yours, you know, how they should get started. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter if somebody brings you into it or you bring yourself into it. The biggest point is getting in there and knowing that you did it for yourself. And I've had the pleasure of watching my sister, Donnie. She's never hunted a day in her life, and she just began hunting like two years ago. So I had to teach her everything about it. And when she shot her first turkey, it's on film, but she was crying and she was so happy. It's unlike anything else. I mean, it's not the same as trapping. It's not the same as buying a steak. It's not the same as going to the petting zoo. It's such a real moment when you're face-to-face with a deer, face-to-face with an elk, 
and to know that you're the one who brought the meat to the table and you didn't have to buy it or you didn't have to get it from somebody else mm-hmm. is something like a feeling of accomplishment you don't get from anything else. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, by the way, they don't make it at the grocery store. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, yeah. other people end up... Well, the other the other part of it, too, is being able to, you know, to, you know, this, this whole thing about... Um, organic and no uh, GMOs and, and, you know, all of the things that we're concerned about, none of that stuff exists in nature. No, not at all. And like I said, with the black tail, it depends on what the animals eat. And you can definitely tell, like, a difference from black tail to white tail because they're different food. Yeah. But when you have a food plot and you know mm-hmm. what you're putting in there, whether it's beans or radishes or whatever, mm-hmm. the deer are going to eat that so you know what they've been eating this entire time. So when it comes fall and you harvest the deer, mm-hmm. you know that they've had good food and lake water and clean stuff and they've been breathing fresh air. The meat mm-hmm. is more pure and lean than anything else. Well, I'll have to tell you a quick story about on that subject. Uh, a few years ago in Alaska, we go up there every year, and one of the um, the fishing charter captain guides, and when the season's over, you know, he does bear hunting. And so we were asking about, you know, getting some bear meat, and he goes, yeah, no problem. And he gave us like 40 pounds of it. And uh, so, you know, took it took it back and tried to make some sausage out of it and, and – uh, cook it up and I tell you that was the nastiest nastiest thing I've ever tasted. Apparently that bear had been eating on nothing but fish and his bear meat tasted like fish scales. Oh yuck. <laughs> yeah. But you know you want to get the ones that are eating berries and fruits and things. But so it does make a difference. You know, and, and well, yeah like, it comes uh, back to the saying of yeah. you are what you eat. Right. Exactly. And you know the sage hens that are out feeding on sage they taste like sage yeah they do i shot a mule deer this fall and it tasted like sage and plain grass uh-huh but uh well any anyway we you know to, i think the important thing is to just just do it and and women should not be intimidated and if you no i mean mm-hmm. there's nothing to be afraid of sitting in a tree sitting mm-hmm. on the ground I mean, even if it's as small as just throwing a line in the water from the edge of your dock for the first time, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything major. You don't have to go out. There's nobody to impress. It's just you do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and until you get that uh, little wiggle on the end of the line, you don't really understand what it's about. Yeah, or until you come face-to-face with a bugling elk, you don't understand what it's about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you can smell its breath, it's time to get out of there, right? <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, uh, and then, of course, in, in the angling world, you know, um, fly fishing is is has been around for a long time, but it's getting more and more popular. And very few people that uh, that fly fish will, you know, will. Um, it's mostly all catch and release. And then there's catch and release is becoming a lot more uh, popular, especially in the in the saltwater, because you just you don't kill rooster fish, you don't kill billfish, and fish that uh, take a long time to mature, uh, you don't want to be taking them either. Like rockfish that might live to be forty, fifty years old, you want to be very careful about which ones of those you take. Yeah, that's like our walleye regulations up here in Mille Lacs. Like you can keep one that's over twenty-five inches, I think, for mounting purposes, and then the eating fish are only like sixteen to twenty inches. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, where? Well, first of all, where do you live, and where do you normally fish? You just travel around, and and uh, that's what that's pretty much what you're doing now? Yeah, I live in Brainerd, Minnesota, and land of 10,000 lakes. I got a lot of options up here. Mm, yeah, I'll bet you do. 
But I like to fish just on my lake, like mm-hmm. I said, with my paddle boat, my dogs. Otherwise, my second favorite place is definitely Ontario, Canada. Oh, you know what? We've got some people up there, actually. Reno Viola Outdoors that we're, that we're on is out of there. And there's there's some lodges up there and around there that I've never been there, but uh, apparently there's some, some great uh, fishing and hunting there. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's like a home away from home for sure. Mm-hmm. The walleyes are great. The pike are great. The deer, the moose. I mean, it's a nature experience that you don't get anywhere else. Yeah, but it's kind of seasonal, isn't it? I mean, you might want to go to Baja in the wintertime. Yeah, I mean, if you can't handle, like, negative 50, you might want to. <laughs> oh, no, really? Yeah, it's actually been negative 50 in Brainerd before. Wow. And we still had to go to school. Wow. Well, you, you, from what I understand, when it gets to that point, uh, you can't breathe uh, without uh, having some protection because you'd, you'd freeze your tonsils. Yeah, and you can throw the boiling water in the air and make snow. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's frozen before it hits the ground. Wow. Yeah. Well, oh, do you ever do any ice fishing then? Yeah, actually I do. Um, we have a cabin up in Perm, Minnesota by Fargo and Wadena. Uh-huh. And um, we go up on Big Pine and Little Pine for the crappies and the bluegills every year. And that, again, is another experience unlike any other because it is really cold. But the sunsets are no more beautiful on the ice than anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would imagine so, especially when you're that far north. The air is a little thinner, and then when it, when it's uh, glancing off the ice, that would be impressive. It, it, it is a lot. And then the mm-hmm. fish, too, that come through there, it's something else to pull a huge pike through a little tiny hole and actually get <laughs> it up. Well, that sounds good. But we got to get you and your dad down to uh, down to Baja. Yeah, that'd be nice that to have a little sunshine for a yeah, change. I think I'll see if we can try and get in touch with somebody down there for the next segment. But uh, anyway, if anybody wants to follow you or keep up with your adventures, uh, what would you suggest? I know you got a Facebook, but uh, yeah, I, if anybody I do wants, have, yeah, let's go ahead. Sorry, um, I do have a Facebook, and I do have an Instagram. They're both just Carly Winkleman, one word. Um, okay. I have a Twitter too. It's Carly W Outdoors. But okay. being up here in the north, like I am not a big fan of social media. Yeah. I try to keep up with it, but I'm well. Busy. It's so it, it's rather... it's Carly's, but it's K A R L E E, and the last name is W I N K E L M A N. Yes. And on your Facebook, it's one word. Um. Yeah. Well, Facebook is just Carly Winkleman. There's I okay. think there's only one account. Well, I would suggest people go check that out because you can get a, you you know you you need to see this girl's face. And she certainly doesn't look like the, the she sounds, that's for sure. Uh, to Carly, it's been such a pleasure. We appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Carly. We'll talk to you soon. A family tradition for 21 years, the Lake Kachuma Nature Center Trout Derby is April 16 and 17. Thousands of dollars in cash prizes with many other prizes and activities. With 10,000 trout planted, it will be like fishing in a barrel. Lake Kachuma Trout Derby. Saturday and Sunday, April 16 and 17. Google Neil Taylor Nature Center. That's Neil Taylor Nature Center at Lake Kachuma. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. 
glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Violas Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Founded in 1697 as the capital of Las Californias, Loreto, is a relaxing small Baja town with an international airport. Beautiful sandy beaches with snorkeling and fishing is available just in front of your resort. Old world charm, hospitality, and you will love the people and moderate climate. The Villa del Palmar at the Islands of Loreto, a luxury resort on the Sea of Cortez, is hosting its first Dorado tournament the end of June. Very affordable, lots of prizes, and world-class fishing. Contact Fish Talk Radio or Villa del Palmar Loreto and get your team together. Many other activities are also available. Fly into Loreto and a van will pick you up. Enjoy the great fishing, golf, exploring, water sports, or the spa. The Villa del Palmar will give you the best Baja at surprising value. Enter the first Villa del Palmar Loreto's Dorado Tournament. Stay at the resort or we can recommend many fine accommodations. Villa del Palmar Loreto Com. Well, some like to rock, some like to roll, but me and the boys gonna shake, rattle and troll. Shake, Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Henning in studio, and we had a lovely time with Carly. And we would certainly like to encourage the um, ladies out there you know, to to join in. And the the whole point of getting out in the woods and and uh, um, taking game, it's, 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 it really, it's not a perversion, it's a tradition. Uh, and, and something that the entire family can enjoy. So, you know, a lot of people that live in urban areas don't understand it, but, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people and friends that I know that, you know, they stock up their freezer and that's, they don't make too many trips to the, trips to the stores. And of course, the quality of, of the food that you get is certainly, uh, um, Something different that you're going to find. There's not going to be any genetic modified or uh, uh, antibacteria or anti, uh, what do you call it, Richard? Uh, uh, antibiotics. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and uh, it's pure, it's natural, and you may have to supplement that a little bit sometime. But we would like to do that. And one of the things I'd like to talk about right now is we have a trip coming up the 4th of July weekend in Alaska. And it is um, kind of a unique opportunity. We had a couple of cancellations, so I think we've got about four spots right now. But let me tell you about it. It's going to be at the Clover Pass Resort in Ketchikan, Alaska. And you just fly into the airport. The van will pick you up, and it's about 20 minutes north to the Clover Pass area, which is known as the salmon capital of the world. And it'll put you up at Clover Pass Lodge for five nights. 
They have great food, and uh, everything is included. Well, I mean, it really is an all-inclusive. All of your meals, uh, fishing, we're going to be, it's self-guided so that we get to it's got these really nice covered 20-foot boats that'll take up to four people, but usually there's less than that. Um, and you go, just put your line in as soon as you leave the dock, or there's some other opportunities that you can take. But when I'm going to tell you the price is what the most exciting thing about it is. Now, they're going to process all your fish, um, which means as soon as you bring it in, you might come in for lunch. They'll grab the the box, fish out of the box and uh, fillet it and then uh, uh, put it in their vacuum-sealed bags and put it in the freezer uh, within hours after you, you, you brought it into the boat. And then you can do the same thing as many times as you want during the day. And then the fish will stay in their flash freezer and go into their uh, storage freezer. And when it's time for you to leave, they pack it up in the uh, shipping boxes and take it to the airport for you. And that's that's all included. So you've got all your meals, tackle, bait, fishing, uh, processing. And normally when you go to a trip to Alaska, you usually... Consider by the time you're all in, it's it's about a thousand dollars a day. This for five nights fishing is uh, eighteen hundred bucks, seventeen ninety five. So if anybody's interested in that, that's going to be over the Fourth of July weekend. We did that because the Monday is July Fourth, so you leave on Friday and come back on Wednesday. So at the very most, you might miss one or two days work. But uh, we we are getting close to the deadline now because we get things. And put together, and also the airfare is uh, down from what it was the last couple of years for a couple of different reasons. First, the fuel prices, and then the Delta is flying into Ketchikan now too, which puts some pressure on Alaska Airlines. But it's it's an incredible deal, um, and you know we do have you know people going by themselves. We've got families, and it's uh, just a great time. Not only that, you get to explore the old town of Ketchikan which is the first stop on the Inland Passage for the cruise ships. A very interesting, lot of museums and art, and just the bald eagles in July up there, they're like seagulls. I mean, they're absolutely incredible. We, uh, what I like to do is when we go out on the boat is uh, if you catch any small fish, instead of you know, throwing them back or getting rid of them, you hold on to them, and as you get closer into the, to the dock, there's these tall conifers, I mean, like, you know, 200 feet above the water. And uh, you just take one of these and wave it around a little bit and just uh, toss it in the water, and this eagle will swoop down and pick it up. And we actually had one two years ago that took it right, <laughs> took it right out of somebody's hand when they were waving it around. But uh, it, it, it's uh, if you haven't experienced it, this is an easy, inexpensive way to do it. But better make some better make some plans as quick as you can. And then we also would like to talk a little bit about uh, we have someone that's coming up with the next segment, Jared, but he's only got a couple minutes. But Jared is going to be working, well, he does work with the Via del Palmar Loreto. Now, Loreto is a city, you know, a little, maybe almost halfway down to the um, Baja in the Sea of Cortez. And Loreto was first established in uh, 1697 as the capital of Los Californias. And Los Californias 
was from basically from Monterey, California, all the way down to Baja. And it's still you know, a small, quaint, clean town, a population of about 20,000. But there are no uh, street vendors and kids selling chiclets and timeshares. It's just a really neat, real old-world Mexican place. And one of the things that I like about Baja the most is actually is the people. Anyway, the Villa del Palmar is coming out with their very first Dorado tournament. It'll be they've got a, a world-class championship golf course. If you're interested, and in, that's going to be part of the package if you like. But they've got a, a very affordable package with thousands of dollars, tons of prizes, and that's going to be the end of June uh, into the first of July. I think it's the well, Jared will tell us, but I believe it's like the. June 29th, and it's a, uh, a two-day tournament, so you want to probably go down there for three, four days. And then up above Loreto, there's, uh, um, what's it, Jesucinto, I think is the name of the, the mission that goes up, straight up this giant hill in the, in the uh, Sierra Madres. And there's this very, very old mission that's it's got a little town there with a population of about 50 but I've been up there, and it's very incredible. It's just like a little oasis at the top of the mountains. So you know, think about that as a vacation. Think about that if you're interested in playing golf or, obviously, if you want to get into the tournament. I think uh, it's, uh, for four people, it's, uh, I think the buy-in is 1500 bucks, And there's a lot of prizes, cash prizes, and it's just a lot of fun. If you fishing tournaments is something a little bit different, because you know you're, there's uh, just a little bit more excitement about the competition part of, a, of any tournament. So I would certainly like you to consider that. And the trip to uh, Alaska is till over the Fourth of July weekend, and that's five nights all inclusive for seventeen ninety five. But you need to get in touch with us. Get in touch with me, and I'll send you all the information on it. Uh, and you can just go to the website. You can always email me at john at fishtalkradio.com. And also, while we're on the subject, if anybody else is interested in going down to Baja, I am, uh, I've got a condo in Cabo San Lucas. We put on a short-term rentals. But if you've already got everything set up, give me a call anyway because I've Got some good connections all the way through southern Baja, and I might be able to help you out, fix you up with a boat or accommodations or uh, fishing guides or maybe even recommend some restaurants for you. So if you're interested in doing that, please get in touch with me. I appreciate that. And we have uh, we've, our person that we're going to have in this segment uh, um didn't get in from the fishing trip in time, so that's why I'm just sitting here babbling. But we're going to have Jared coming up, if we can, in a little bit. And I would like to uh, invite people to let me know, let us know, if there's any particular subjects that we cover or don't cover. Fish Talk Radio is mostly about fishing, but sometimes we never even talk about fishing. And we do like to be concerned about conservation and mainly getting people outdoors, it's, you know, hopefully the whole family to get out and enjoy nature, and you might even want to even leave your uh, 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 iPads and, and uh, smartphones at home and watch nature in real life instead of in a video. But, uh, 
we, we do have um, uh, some information on the website if you'd like to go to fishtalkradio.com and you know, get, pick up some more information. One of the sites I like is uh, the NOAA weather site. It's, it's, it's under, uh, um, what can, under uh, uh, other, other stuff for fishing. But uh, check out some of our sponsors. And if you can, get in touch with us and let us know what you're looking for. But the main thing is, is to get out. You know, the summertime's coming, so make your plans now. You know, get out and get your reservations in because uh, it's going to be a busy year. The gas prices are down and everybody's out running around. But <clears throat> So get in touch with me and let's uh, see if we can get some finish filling up that trip to Alaska. If you're interested in any other trips, we've got some coming up. I think we'll be putting a trip together to East Cape, uh, which is uh, Los Barriles right up from, from uh, the airport in Los Cabos. At the Van Warmer Resorts, great place, fantastic place. It's great for the family, beautiful. You just walk from your room out onto the beach or walk from your room out onto the pier, get on the boat, um, great infinity pool amenities, and we're going to see if we can put a trip together for that for the beginning of November. But they do have a Dorado tournament coming up this summer too. I think that's also in June, but we're going to give you more information about that. In the meantime, we appreciate the, the tuning in. And again, we'd like to say thank you for Russ, Tony, and Chris uh, that contacted us from the United Kingdom. And we don't, you know, we don't really know where we are. Uh, we've had people call in from the Ukraine, from Russia, and uh, South America. But it's difficult for us to tell where we are because once it's on the Internet, it's everywhere. Anyway, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We appreciate you taking the time. And ladies, get out there and go fishing. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at Costa Baja Resort. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members 
tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at B-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell Fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least three cents per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a uh, very interesting, exciting young man that uh, has the pleasure of living in and around Loreto at the Via del Palmar uh, Loreto, the islands. Give me the proper name of that, Jared. Villa del Mar at the islands of Loreto. Okay, Via del Mar at the islands of Loreto. Yeah, and that's appropriate because it's uh, right south of Loreto. Tell us about the islands. Oh well, we have a bunch of islands in front of us, of our resort and around Loreto. We have uh, the, the the most um, beautiful island, which is uh, which is Coronado Island. It has very large. Uh, white sand beaches. Mm. We have uh, uh, a sea lion rocks where oh, yeah. they live and all, all well, that. How, how uh, far away are these? Is when you get on a fishing boat, how long would it take to go out there? Um, I mean, like twenty minutes. Oh yeah, it's twenty minutes yeah. ago from Loreto downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah very very cl- very close from from the okay. downtown. Well, you guys are doing something a little bit different. You're starting out this year, and you've decided you want to put together a Dorado tournament. Tell us about it. Yeah, we're going to make a Dorado fish, fishing tournament uh, on the 1st and 2nd of July. We, are, we know, we are aware that this, this, this is a marine park, and it's a, like a pro, pro, protected area mm-hmm. here in Mexico, and... And that's why that, that that's a, a very interesting tournament because we have a lot of Dorado. We know that we have a lot of, of fishing here, and Dorado is one of the of the of the most um, well known species for to come here and fish here at Loreto. They are. So, they are. So, yeah, they are we we, we have that tournament, yeah. Yeah. and it's going to be amazing. You know, yeah. we we're expecting a lot of people to come down here and have a lot of fun. Now, your the resort is what is about twenty minutes south of the city of Loreto. Tell us a little bit about the resort. It's it, it's a little more. It's like thirty minutes from from Loreto. It's south, um, twenty minutes uh, from the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a beautiful resort that we're surrounded by the Giganta Mountain uh, Sierra that we call here, and we have we are in front of Danzante Island. It's, we we are located in a very 
uh, unique area here mm-hmm. at the Baja. Uh, this is a wonderful resort. We have um, we have uh, all, almost 180 uh, rooms mm-hmm. rooms with one or two bedrooms with jacuzzi with jacuzzis with a lot of things for all of ge- our guests. Mm-hmm. We have a, a, a beautiful spa, the, the one of the biggest spas in Latin America. Well, it's uh, let's put it this way: it's a bona fide. Would you say five star? Uh, it's million, million, million stars. <laughs> million stars, yeah, there you go. And you know what's great about Baja? The resort that you have, almost anywhere else in the world, you'd be looking five, six hundred bucks a night. Uh, but you can get in there at a very, very reasonable price. And, of course, you've got everything on site that you need, the restaurants and the infinity pools and the fishing boats. Uh, so come on down. Yeah. To this, this, uh, is, this is a place. I mean, if you want to go to... To a place to relax, enjoy nature, enjoy with sidewalks, enjoy enjoy um I don't know uh, playing golf, golf yeah. fishing. Oh, that's right! Tours, you got a champion. Everything. Yeah, you got we a, have a, everything. Yeah, you got a, a, an incredible. Uh, I think it's a seventy four hundred yard golf course there. That's yeah. Uh, that that that's incredible. So, the dates are, and then uh, you can get in touch with uh, John at Fish Talk Radio, or you can get in touch with uh, uh, the Via uh, del Palmar Loreto or uh, Via del Palmar correct, Islands man. Loreto. And it's not <laughs> it's not that difficult. Just as long as it's V I L L A, D E L P A L M A R. Via Del Palmar. Once you can Google it, you can go wherever you want. It's not hard to find. If you have a problem finding, get in touch with me, and we'll see if we can get you signed up. So we do appreciate you taking the time, Jared, to, to come and join oh, with you're, us. You're, you're welcome, John. All righty. Okay, Let's buddy. Talk we'll talk to you real soon. Thanks. Bye. Right. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. You gone fishing. 